Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Build a Brand. As always, I am Corey. And I'm Eric. And, and of course, I'm Chris. Thank you. Ooh. And in every episode, still getting that the timing on that done. <laughs> but yeah, we'll have it nailed episode, by the end of the season. Exactly. Episode 15 will be the will be the golden standard. <laughs> <clears throat> so every episode, Eric and I pitch business ideas generally based off of pop culture to one another and our adjudicator, Chris. Mm-hmm. Adjudicator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Prince businessman. I don't. I think that's what you said. I said Chris businessman. Oh shit! shit sorry. Yeah, Prince yeah. Chris. I think, was, I think we get it mixed up all the time because we both know your legal first name is Crimps businessman. <laughs> Crimps. Yeah, that's what it says in the stocks now. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Crimps sells high. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so uh, yeah, do we want to just get right into this? Uh, would you like to pitch? Do your little quick pitch. Before we do, gentlemen, oh I should explain that I have good news. Whoa, whoa, he's got good news. I feel like he has information I would need to proceed. Following our uh, uh, interesting end to last week's episode, I have since evaded the authorities. And uh, <laughs> would you believe Hell it? Yeah. What was my correct name? Crunts Businessman something? Oh, it doesn't who matter can, anymore. Okay. Who can Fair keep enough. track? That's in the past. Yeah. Either way, that person, long dead. Long live Crust Businessman. Okay. Still oh, well, business welcome though, to the right? podcast. He's now Crust. inherited all of the previous, you know, usable. Sorry, cat. Uh, <laughs> business cat. Usable stocks. Business cat, yes. All the and usable cats. All well. of the trash ones which burned and got shredded in the shredding party from last time before the authorities came. Totally ain't, gone. Ain't no party like a shredding party. So, what does this mean for so, us and business? I was getting. And to cats. So aside from the cats, the important piece is we've got to lay low. No big splashes. I've got all this money currently coming in, but there's now eyes on me. So when I like any new investments, we want to kind of put them low, quiet, keep people from being too, you know, excited about them. They'll have a decent amount of cash, but again, quiet. So keep it under comfortable hundred grand. Under a hundred grand, not that noise-making cash, not that bombastic cash, not exactly. that firework cash. Humble. The main hope of this is to produce something which is long-lasting, produces a decent amount of money over a long period of time. We don't want to make any big splashes. Big splashes are bad. Big splashes get me back in jail. Is this anything to do with that mm. recent scandal I heard about the Olympics? No, I'm crust. <laughs> You're getting right. the wrong name there. <laughs> Sorry, my bad, my bad. I can't even remember that past name. In fact, it is a dead name now. Forget it. It erases from your mind. Hello, Farewell business cat. Farewell name. Hello, business cat. All right, so I'm going to get my pitch just to keep this moving. <laughs> As opposed to singing. <laughs> so, <clears throat> what, Corey, is that a submarine you're driving? Let me torpedo it. Anyway, sorry, Corey. So my pitch. I really thought that was you putting them off. Yep, it was a little bit of both. My pitch is: it's a fun way to know the temperature with the world's most confusing actor. Hmm, that's what I'm providing. (laughs) Well, he's coming in hot with the mystery again. I love mystery. He's coming in soft. Is it hot when you come in with mystery? Anyway, I've got an elevator. (laughs) Elevator pitch. I got that soft, hot shit for you. <laughs> oh, God. P- pitching the softest, hottest shit you've ever heard. That is you visceral. You're going to have a shit you <laughs> <soft. laughs> 
I don't want a cold hard shit. That sounds bad. This is soft. This is hot. It's coming right to you. <laughs> Eventually. Hey, Eric, <laughs> have any other kind of shit to offer us? So, oh, wow. Ooh, that that took me for a whirl. All right. Well, what I'm bringing today, I'm I'm not here to hide behind some fancy shit talk. <laughs> I'm here to Appreciate give it to you straight. With the, uh-huh. Shires, the Shires Farmer's Market. Sh- off. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Bad Shire start. Farmer's Market. <laughs> the Shire Farmer's Market and Event Center. Capturing the spirit and, and energy of Hobbiton, this Farmer's Market and Event Center is a relaxed indoor outdoor space with lots of green areas for imagining a simpler life. That almost sounded like just diving right into the pitch right as it, right as it went. That was the elevator. Mm, all right. Yeah. You know what? Just for that violation, uh, Corey, what's your pitch? All right. Well. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Just need to clear the old sales pipes. Pipe? Yeah. Oh, the sales pipes. Sales pipes, yes. So I am bringing to you, I haven't settled on a name. I have two potentials. One would be the thermo cage, and the other would be the cageometer. Now, what it would be is, as I mentioned, it's a way to, it's a, essentially a thermometer, but a little bit more fun. It's a bust of Nick Cage, everyone's favorite confusing actor, and it tells you the temperature. The hotter it is, the more flushed and red his face will become. The, old, the, the colder it is, the paler and more blue. Now, wow. he will also have the feature. There will be voice detection, so if you ask what the weather's like, there will be Nick Cage vocalizations played for you. If it's cold, you'll hear the standard cold Nick Cage sound, which is like, ho, 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 like that. And if it's hot out, you'll hear that exhausted, I can't do an impression of this. So you'll, you'll know it. It's the exhausted laughter and small woos for when it's hot. <laughs> you, you know, yeah, see, like I can tell by those. I do, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, the, the way you tell how hot or how cold is based on the enthusiasm of the vocalizations in addition to the red or paleness. It's, uh, yeah. Could I get an example then? Like, let's say, it's a brisk day outside, uh, maybe five degrees. I ask the meter, uh, what would it sound like for me, Corey? Oh, oh, oh. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, let's say, you know, terribly blustery day. It's minus 30. Snow's been coming down. It's just a nightmare out there. Did you get it? Seems pretty clear, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Cuts back in with. (laughs) I realize you guys can't hear me laughing when it's. (laughs) 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 It just doesn't catch in. I think the crunch sound detector might be covering me up. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Good to know. It gives me an accurate interpretation of the weather outside. Now. You're you're probably going to be asking. Even I know I know some a lot of people are fans of Nick Cage, and that's a big reason why I'm making it. But another reason why well why I would like this to be made, I should say. Another reason is people just generally hate numbers, and living in Alberta, especially, there's a lot of confusion between Celsius and Fahrenheit. That's usually an age thing. But uh, I I don't know Fahrenheit. I was never taught it, and I do, I'll tell you what I do know more than I know even Celsius, which I grew up with, and that's the sounds of cold, which mm. is which is gasping, mm. and the sounds of heat, which is exhausted laughing and wooing. 
That's fair. So you're appealing to exactly what people know. It'd be fun, it'd be useful, it'd be easy to understand. Let's for a minute get off of the things that Corey doesn't know. Will you need to record Nick Cage live, (laughs) or are you taking the clips from the film? See, that's the thing. I think with $100,000, we can get a couple couple recordings with them. He's, as you've seen lately, he will take whatever job is thrown at him. So is a very good point. That man does, like, he dropped, how much was it on a... T-Rex skull? Millions. Which he then, I think, gave to the to a museum. But, like, he's... He, There's a man that needs money. Mm-hmm. He, he, he made some bad decisions in the 90s. And uh, the thing is, yeah, I feel like so long as we offer catering, we could pretty much throw whatever <laughs> price we want at him. <laughs> the, the turning point is catering. He's like, well, 100 grand won't do me much, but throw in some finger sandwiches, that brings me in. Exactly. Yeah, just maybe maybe class it up like a, a nice soft pretzel thing. You know. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. He is Nick Cage. For for however you Sweet think. Sweet savory. Uh, I'd say either or. You know, it's pretty much just yeah. here's they they butter it up, bake it, and then you put on what you want. Well, Struck me as a salty man. Yeah, I'd go salty personally. C- cinnamon, cinnamon, it's not bad. Anyway, anyway, so, <laughs> um, I feel like uh, we could supply it. At the very least, predominantly in North America, I feel like that's where the majority of his fan base is. But, you know, we can always ship anywhere. And I think, honestly, with the hundred grand, we might not be able to use the the best materials that I'd hoped for, especially getting an entire business off the ground. That would be an, an end goal thing. So we could use cheaper materials, spend more money on actually getting quality audio. And I think we could start churning this stuff out probably within the next two months. You know, as I said, this just only has to be a long-term investment. We don't have to get it up and running yet. You've got time to work with. If he, if it takes him sixteen tries to get the right, oh, we'll be okay. <laughs> that's a that's a fair point, and that's just all the best. Like, if we rushed, we could do it in two months. If we take our time, go a little bit slower, source the right materials. This could this could drag out for years, Chris. And I know yeah, that's what could, you need. <laughs> we could take him to those environments and put him in them, then just record him get live the, for get a the most authentic. few days. Yeah, I I do worry that that starts to extend the price. It is a hundred grand, and hundred grand can go a lot quicker. As, as I, I'm, I, why am I telling you this? You know this. You're you're, you're the of course king of business. And um, now, mm-hmm. Corey, yes. if if I may interject, please. The goal we're trying to go for here is something low-key, something that hums in the background and helps make it our dear business lord hear that sweet, sweet cheddar that he's looking for. That Mm. cha-ching. Without causing too much of a fuss. I'm under high scrutiny, yes. And do you think that world-renowned madman actor Nicolas Cage is not going to bring eyeballs to this project? No one Point. asks where the money comes from. I'm I would be the face of all of this. We need to kidnap him. I feel like he'd honestly be down. Like if if we're just like, hey, keep it <laughs> keep it a secret, he'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. You know what? I'm liking the fact that we don't have to break more rules than I would like mm-hmm. just to get him on board. That said, I'm not opposed to kidnapping. Him. If it comes up, we just have to make sure no one finds out about it. That's the price of business. Which would unfortunately mean killing him afterwards. Mm, yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe another kidnapping. Okay. Uh, yeah, unless there's any other questions, I, I feel like I've covered all the bases. Are you, so <laughs> you're also developing like an app software with voice voice recognition. Not even built into it. 
It would be very similar, honestly, to those Billy the Bass things, except uh, all it needs to do is uh, just the smallest hearing a key phrase like, um, yeah, how cold is it? How hot is it? And then you just get. Yeah. And yeah, it's similar to a barometer, at least in terms of how the face coloration would change. So rather than going with like a an app you'd install on, say, a Nest or something similar, this is a independently created device. If we're trying to keep costs low, um, just so that we can stretch that doll a little farther, uh, yeah, I think that it would be probably fairly simple to have just some sort of voice recognition. Maybe you just press a button and then it just listens. Or even just press the button and it tells you. Last time I tried to install an app in the nest, the birds got me first. Haunting. Well, I don't think I've got any further questions. <laughs> I think I'm comfortable with that so far. If any others come up, I may return to you. Yeah, fair. Eric, go ahead. Chris, you're a busy man. Mm-hmm, I am. You're always wheeling and dealing, and I know you thrive on that sexy energy of business. But do you ever want to just step back and take a breath and go to a simpler time? Find yourself in a simpler space. Get away from it all for a day, a weekend, hell, even an hour or two. Oh my, frequently. Now, you are, of course, I assume, familiar with the Lord of the Rings franchise. <laughs> no. What? It's the one with the elves and the... the, the, the short hairy communists. Oh, yeah, the yes, short hairy communists one, yeah. Everyone's oh. favorite short hairy communist. Mm, putting a bad spin on things there, Eric. I wouldn't have gone with the short hairy communist thing. No one's for their business prowess. You should know this. <laughs> now, come with me. Come with me in this serene journey and just picture yourself in a friendly marketplace, smiling faces, everyone happy to see you there and to, well, you know, sell their wares, but everyone's there to just generally have a good time. It's good spirits. Nothing gets too heated. You've got lots of grass, lots of natural area. And that's why I'm pitching to you the Shire, Mar- Shire Farmer's Market and Event Center. Think of it as a combination between a, a convention and a farmer's market. A dedicated that very har- relaxing. Dedicated <laughs> hobbit-themed convention where you can get all sorts of wacky hobbit stuff like flower crowns for your hair or magical rings that will poison your mind and soul. Or exciting. That seems fireworks. like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Well, isn't that? Can everything... we guarantee there are no. Uh, you're right. Everything truly is. <laughs> That's the beauty of this, Chris. Come with me on this journey because the customers that we're serving aren't just the people coming in. Um, this, this could be anyone who likes farmers markets or anyone who needs events, um, hobbit themed weddings, hobbit themed graduations. Hobbit-themed funerals, people seeking a sense of community, people just, just fucking love those little hobbits. So the beauty <laughs> is, our market is those people, but it is also the vendors themselves who will have to pay for a part of this space. So we rack in the money from ticket sales, we rack in the money from the vendor, we rack in just a little bit off the top of their, their sales. Lots of different ways of money pouring in. I'm hearing that we're essentially... Uh, are, are we offering protection money if they stay within the grounds? 
Well, no, we're, we're certainly not here to hurt them or anything like that. But here's what I'm picturing. For $10,000, it's not our... Uh, not 10000 sorry. For $100,000, it's not our ideal price. Ideally, we would like to be 300000 plus. But oh, 100000 100, is something we can absolutely work with. It means our... We'll have a structure big enough to fit about 75 vendors. It might be in a slightly less ideal location, say a little bit further out of town, but within easy drive. And... <laughs> It'll be a, a bastion of nature and beauty. You'll still have a structure. You'll still have a beautifully developed green space on the outside. Um, this would be ideal for weddings. So you could have your ceremony and reception inside or with the option for an outdoor wedding if you wanted that green space um, all with a friendly hobbit kind of vibe um hmm. you could uh develop some of the gardens into um uh, luxury suites in the hobbit dens just that are open occasionally optional i think that's something we can expand into later okay but i'm thinking 75 about 75 vendors beautiful aesthetics just natural natural look nice well open space the vendors now assuming we're going with a hobbit theme are we requiring hobbits to be part of this now there's unfortunately there's obviously we're going to have to have some sort of suspension of disbelief um are we, we suspecting are turning... everyone's going to believe that they're you know human sized hobbits yeah well i mean maybe humans come to the market maybe more humans have come to the market than expected. Maybe it's just all humans at this market, but the vibe is going to be the Shire. The presents are going to be the Shire, and we're not going to turn away any Hobbit vendors at the door. No, we want that sweet, sweet authenticity. But you know how they are, out in the fields and nowhere away from major cities and major, major commercial centers. This, to me, just sounds like a farmer's market. Just... I, I... It, it I have is. to ask that. <laughs> like, at what point? It is a farmer's market, but what you're also selling is the pleasantness of the space. Yeah, there's a couple other farmer's markets, but I've yet to see a farmer's market that also functions as a convention center for a once a year or twice the year, twice a year Hobbit convention. And I've yet to see a farmer's market that functions particularly well also as an event center with rentable space. So you're getting this whole package together with a friendly, even for people who are not interested in the vibe of the Shire, this will have a very pleasant na nature-connected energy to it. And I think we'll draw in the right kind of people with the right kind of pocket. Just, just I, I, I picture, and this is not a concern about. This is not a, this is not a slight or anything. But in, in my mind's eye of this, I'm also hearing. Just, just tinny flute music played through speakers everywhere around the grounds. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's just well, yeah, me building it in my head. I'm not like it's not a, again, not a criticism, just a stray thought. No, and that is absolutely part of the ambience. You want a full. You I need to know this question. How are we going to pretend uh, protect ourselves against potential Nazgul attacks? Oh, that is. A there good must question. be some kind of preparation. I'm I'm gonna level with you, Chris. That is a good thing to keep in mind for every every business, every business, and particularly Hobbit themed businesses. Especially, should, yeah, I'm gonna should, have to go ahead and say, especially Hobbit themed businesses. Nazgul's eat hobbits. There's the the standby class, uh, blister or two on the roof, and that usually is enough to deter them. 
least keep them at bay. Obviously, like many farmers markets, we're not prepared necessarily for a full war. But deterring the odd flying beast and or Nazgul, I think is something well within that $100,000 budget. I honestly think that it might be necessary to have to hire a wizard. Yeah, they, they don't come cheap. But at the same now, time... Will we have don't... one on retainer, or are we going to just hire one for you know, specific occasions. And they'd need to be wearing some sort of uniform. I'm picturing like a janitor's jumpsuit because, no, you know, no. there's a there's an officialness to something with pants versus something that's just, I wore my tablecloth. Now, as you know, most wizards are uh, into it for the independent contractor gig. They don't really like tying themselves down to one thing so that they... wizards live in a gig economy economy that's just the nature of the beast mm -hmm. we i don't think we would need to have one on hand but perhaps one um who would be available for a sudden short notice um nazgul attacks or um ones that Do you would, have anyone you regularly contact in your previous encounters outside um, of the specific pitch anyone i regular like wizards yes if we're going to hire one you need to have at least some connections within the industry well i mean i <laughs> I use the same recruitment tools anybody else does for wizards. Monster, uh, I, monster yeah. <laughs> monster. A couple of them are on Fiverr if uh, you want a little bit more of a discounted rate. You will be working within a budget here, so discounted rate may be necessary. Well, with there the is. area that we were thinking, especially with the $100,000, uh, Radagast would be our best bet. I should also oh, mention no. there is that new app, Spelldash. It's a subsidiary of DoorDash. They just you order a wizard, they show up. It might help at the very least at the, in the beginning. Not 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 to help you, you know, in terms of this. I know is this some sort of magical through. task rabbit. Yeah, magical what? Task rabbit. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down, Chris. I'm in tune with business. Good. What? See? Huh? I like that theme. Huh? Uh, <laughs> dedication, commitment. He's in on board. I like it. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm dialed in here, and I know what people want, and what people want is escape. They want the feeling that they're engaging in the local economy, that they're engaging in something that they can be connected to, a community. And what has a stronger sense of community in the Lord of the Rings franchise than the Hobbits in the Shire? I am wondering, given we're trying not to make too big a splash here, uh, no big investments, things that are hard to trace, ideally not noticeable long-term gains is what we're looking for. Building a large Shire with an entirely, less than entirely, uh, staffed by Hobbit's crew uh, on the outskirts of town. It's sounding like we're moving towards a cult. I was actually just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's just your regular, ordinary farmer's market. Um, no, cults are famously profitable, which I am heavily a armed big fan of. <laughs> with famously ballistas on the roof. <laughs> Defend against quote unquote Nazgul. <laughs> we don't prefer the term compound, but if it makes you feel better, we can use it. We are regularly uh, warning about the returning of the Dark Lord. This is getting dangerously close. Well, it's going to come one day or another, and frankly, a group of people who are, feel more tuned in to that, a group of people who are more, let's say, susceptible to the idea of a the Dark Lord returning. I feel like the the patron of the Shire Farmers Market and Event Center will be more. They will be the same. They are prepared for it. That's true. 
were prepared, and I'd like you, I'd I'd like to contest. What, name me one other farmers market that has ballistas. Uh, you know what? Even one ballista on the roof. Tactically, good point. I, yeah. I can't name a single farmers market as it happens. Well, that just shows that we're the most prepared. We're the most ready, and importantly, we can keep this on budget. Compelling point. Compelling point. It does, in a way, sound sort of like a a permanent medieval fair. That's a little true. bit, yeah. Hmm. Again, not not a not a slight against. I <laughs> just a, a straight <laughs> thought. A nice thing to point out. Wanting to hear my own voice. <laughs> that is that is a little bit of the vibe that we're going for is permanent medieval fair again, um, with a lot more green space built in to give you a bit of that Shire feel and uh, Shire cult versus our cage app. <sighs> Which as <sighs> the uh... <sighs> oh, it just got colder in here. It's a little <laughs> chilly. The app is letting me. Wow, that is effective app. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, now I am having a genuinely tough time cutting this down it's it's it's, it's a it's, solid i'm not investment. saying it's necessarily good but it's at least solid it seems It'll pretty be... straightforward it's based on grounded ideas things that are known to work and hobbits, uh, hobbits and uh, they are known a, to work. a potential down the road if we need it to to turn it into a cult that's armed with ballistas on the roof save us from ending doom Certainly. And an eye wreath and flame. <laughs> the Mordor hordes. Hmm. With that in mind, okay. Uh, Corey, I had one more question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, given we'd be uh, spending a fair chunk of the money to keep Mr. Cage quiet, what would be stopping him from creating his own device, the same premise, and then just backstabbing us and taking it? Do we have any simple dirt con- on him anything to keep him quiet or any honestly simple contract to... law okay i feel like if we word it in there you know through some negotiations but keep solid on that similar to really any sort of i guess tv show thing give, give him give him a cut of the profits i'd say if he starts to push but don't offer that now i i do have to ask is <laughs> kidnapping still on the table and if it is are you keeping him confined while you negotiate people See, I have well, to admit, I was leaning towards the kidnapping option. It is sounding much cheaper. It is very cost-effective, but I, I really, really need to to pressure the fact that he will take any job these days. It is true. But also a very famous face. A very famous face that people will notice if it goes missing. Okay, it's at very least a famous face. <laughs> <laughs> they may not notice if he goes missing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They might just think that he's working on another project. So yeah, if we do kidnap him there, there. just edit his Wikipedia page saying that he's working on other movies, such as one where he's fighting puppets. That's fair. His family do famously check his Wikipedia page. I wonder where dad is. I better check Wikipedia. (laughs) Oh, he's working. Certainly so. (laughs) (laughs) It is, I will, just to digress from your point here a little bit, it is fascinating to watch his Wikipedia page Live update throughout the day with the things he's doing. Going to the grocery store. Hitting the gym again. I'm on set. Um, I think he's he's wandered off of the usual social media platforms and, and directly into Wikipedia, which is a strange, but I have to admit, bold direction to take. Well, see, the thing about Wikipedia is that it's the free encyclopedia that anyone can edit. And if he's Fuck part you. of anyone, 
<laughs> Pardon me? Well, that caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> I was entirely unbidden. I do apologize. <laughs> Chris just went feral for a second there. <laughs> yeah, I worry that I may have hurt my chances by talking about Wikipedia, the free online encyclopedia. Don't that you- <laughs> This close to giving Eric extra money to fund his venture to build me a cult. I I, I humbly apologize hey, for that. For that extra little bit of cash, we can hire a slightly better, uh, better wizard to uh, throw a little bit more magic on that for that extra cult vibe. That that is a good. Could we do, get? Do you really want to lean into the multiple... cult vibe? That's a dangerous hey. thing. True, but if he's the face of the company, I can make it not my problem. And, Corey, as I believe we've established, I have no issue leaning into a cult. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know if it was ever released, but your Mary Kondo cult was pretty abysmal. (laughs) It was. I've heard it. (laughs) Released, I mean, not abysmal. Well, I I mean, I I didn't have a hand in it, but you can't stop a good idea. Now, I'm not one to, uh, to tell the judge adjudicator what to do, but... Unless he has any more questions, I think we should... I, I'm eager to know That's who fair. gets the funding. These are very close. One is a bit bigger of a splash, but does mean I may have a cult potential safe space for the end times. Other will get me a, potentially a kidnapped Nicolas Cage to keep in my... Human zoo? Keep him. Yes. Uh, uh, no. Yes, yes. Human zoo. Yeah. I'll maintain. There's plenty of time for human zoos. We're talking straight business here. Oh, that's a good point. This is this is business. This isn't simply entertainment value. But if given the choice, when you can have both business and entertainment value, why would you not pick that? <gasps> For that reason, I'm going to pick <gasps> the thermo cage. Yes, thermo cage has it. Unfortunately, son of a cage. <laughs> <laughs> Feel it's just too likely. It's it's a small thing. We can bring him in, keep him quiet. Uh, Worst, we can trap him. As as Corey's pointed out, we don't have to actually even let his family know because they only check Wikipedia once every couple of weeks to see if he's still around. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go on Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia that anyone can edit. I'm going to make the thermo cage entry. You backed that today. Listen, I'm a big fan of this potential Shire, but as I said, give... <laughs> Given I'm looking to try and keep things quiet and down low for a little while where no one can track my potential illegal investments, I feel building my own cult outside of town with ballistas <laughs> uh, trying to defend myself from the Dark Lord who has yet to show himself. I may, And having a suspiciously small number of hobbits for a hobbit-themed event could very much impact my chances of making it you know, back into the business realm fully without any further legal problems. Hell yeah. Look here, Chris. If it's the mad businesses you want, I'll bring it next time. Oh, watch me. I'll bring it next time. I'll bring the fury and the mayhem and the most unhinged business I can. And on that cheery note, if you want to see more from me, you can find me on Instagram. (laughs) It's going to be a Froger stand. That's a hell of a segue. At Geekstionary Radio, G-E-E-K-T-I-O. N-A-R-Y, radio. All one word, no underscores or nothing. Check out his drawings. They're, they're 
I quite enjoyed them. I have not done any in months, but I appreciate that. Go through his back catalog. Look I, at his back catalog of very delightful drawing. It stays the, It stays there. It's online. Uh, Eric, did you have any plugs? You can find me on Instagram at Wishing Walrus. Um, you can also find me on Facebook at Eric Borowski Art. Um, you can't find me personally if I've done my job right. Um, and you can also now find the podcast on Twitter. <laughs> And on Facebook at uh, PodBuild on Twitter and Build a Brand Podcast on Facebook. Cool. Uh, Chris? I, I have nothing to plug, but I, I should, before we head to the final conclusion, declare you to be my business admiral. <laughs> Congratulations. Ah, uh, the business Look Navy for will the thermo cage in stores somewhere in the next six months. All right. So very cool. Uh, unless anybody, anyone has anything else to say. You'll rue this day. This scrappy underdog is not going down without a fight. And with that, <laughs> <laughs> I like to end on a strong note. And with that, as always, this has been Build a Brand. I have been Corey. I have been Eric. I've been your business master, Chris. Thank you for listening. Build a brand, it is build a brand, it is build a brand, you're listening to build a brand, and it's over. <laughs> Those are some inspired lyrics. <laughs> <laughs>